Here we go. And welcome to the Barto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Cole, and as always, I'm here with Wes and my co-host, slash, Dad, Jason. Sorry, I blinked for a second. How's everybody doing? Thank you for checking in with us. Let's go. Here we go. We're back in the booth. We're back in it. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving with family and friends. I know we did, and Wes, you have a good Thanksgiving? more than great. I ate, probably ate a little too much, yeah. but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> that's the one except the one time out of the year where it's, it's you can make an exception. Watch a lot of football. I did, I did. Uh, not too much to be honest, because I was kind of out and about a lot of the day, uh, traveling and seeing different. Uh, my wife and I seeing uh, different family in different areas. Um, catch a caught a a good margin of the Cowboys Raiders game. That was the best game of. Thanksgiving, in my opinion. Well, it, it was and it wasn't. I liked that it came down to the wire, the field goal, et cetera. But then I learned afterwards, and I didn't know this because I didn't watch the whole game. It was one of the most, like, penalized games in forever. It was like 28 or, or something penalties called. Uh, On, like, one team or the whole, or both of them? Between both of them. Um, which Did they have Polk County refs? Did uh, they think it was Barton? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't. I'm not sure. But I learned afterwards. I saw it. I saw it on on uh, Twitter, and I was like, "Wow, really?" Like I didn't. I didn't notice at the time because I was stuffing my face with ham and turkey and all this other good stuff. Uh, but I, I learned that afterwards. Um, and then the uh, who was it? The Bears and Lions. I think came down to the wire. I think they played her. It, it was a game-winning field goal as well. Right, so a lot of a lot of good good games, and I forget what was the the Bills Saints game. That was just Bills a, Saints. That's that right. That was just, yeah, because uh, Jameis Winston out for the season, and and Saints are just kind of riddled with injury. What's I don't their think quarterback's name like Simeon. Oh, Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Simeon. I don't think Alvin Kamara played either. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, they, he might be out this game too. They still don't have Michael Thomas, who at one point was the best receiver in the league, at least debatably. Or I mean, a couple games. Phew, I need Kamara to play. Same. I got him in my fantasy team for uh, the league that we're all in. <laughs> I mean, I got him on the bench because he's questionable. But He's still I, questionable. I I'm going to read his uh, stuff, though. He says, I need him to get back in the lineup. He was, he's a good scorer for and me. He, and his team plays tomorrow. So. Oh, goodness. Thursday night football, right? Yeah, Thursday. It oh, says Kamara knee was limited at Tuesday's practice. Yeah, oh, that was I'm, Tuesday. I'm going I'm to bench him. And that says Hard Kamara though. knee is less as questionable for Thursday's game. Fantasy football. How's that going for you? <laughs> I'm loving it. It's loving going it. great. I'm only in two leagues. Uh, it's odd because uh, one was a, a, a sort of buy-in league uh, with a bunch of buddies who I was in the Marine Corps with um, and some of uh, uh, this other guy's friends that I know. Um, there's like 12 of us. Uh, not going so well over there, but if I'm if I'm being honest, I haven't been paying too much attention because all my attention has been on the league that we're in. Oh, really? <laughs> in the one that's not a buy-in. Uh, granted, the other one was like a tell only $10 or so buy-in. Uh, yeah, all my attention has been in this other one, and coincidentally in this one, I'm 9-3, and three and I'm in first at the moment. Um, I just got knocked out so. because <laughs> you beat Jamie, and then she went up in the rankings. Yeah, yeah, I saw that's that. What I, saw. I said, Cole, you lost? <laughs> Wait. You both lost, and you lost in the ranking. Yeah, because yeah, you beat me, because Nick Chubb put up six points. 
And you know what? He was nice because I'm the total opposite. Right. I'm in two leagues and I'm in a money league. Yeah. In our league. Yeah. And not that I'm not the 0 and 14 guy. <laughs> he doesn't even set his lineup. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Jose is my cousin, and it, it it's kind of irrelevant, guys, uh, for you guys listening. But, yeah, just fantasy I saw, talk. I, I saw I, I was like, oh, it, okay, he must not be playing. I'll tell you this. His first pick was C.D. Lamb. Oh, know? yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Didn't he have, like, the fourth pick or something? And I was like. Yeah, and, and he picked C.D. Lamb. You Listen, said that he was going to pick Cowboys. I, 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 I didn't respect C.D. Lamb a whole lot in college. Don't ask me why. I, I guess maybe just because he played for Oklahoma. But, um. He's he showed out in the NFL and he he has definitely earned my respect. Uh, a lot of talent in that that kid, and I mean he's gonna he's gonna go places um, over there in Dallas. But in fantasy football, your first pick, <laughs> absolutely not. And for you you fantasy gurus, guys guys and girls listening, you guys know what I'm talking about. So my money league, I'm, I've got the same record as you. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's balling in that yeah. league, and that's, that's awesome. I got he's Kamara. in first place. Who's who's like your top player too? Uh, Kamara. Uh, He's got Josh Allen. Got Josh Allen. Mike I, Evans. I've got the the quarterback for uh, New England as my backup. Oh, okay. G- Mac Jones. And then I got Waddle. Waddle's been great. Mike Waddle Mike just had a great game. Evans. F- Can't uh, go wrong with him. Legarrett Blunt. Who? He's not in the league. Not Legarrett Blunt. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. <laughs> I say that all the time. Legarrett Blunt. He was awesome was, though. Um. So yeah, I got a good good team there, and I'm paying attention to that. But it's it's our league that we're doing is a little different, I think, because I'm not I'm like trying to win every week in this league, but everybody makes the playoffs. Everyone makes everyone the playoffs. Everyone makes the playoffs. Absolutely not. We are handing out participation trophies in in our <laughs> league. Are you kidding me? No, so we're not. Oh, you're owing. 17? Yeah, come on in, buddy. Are so you kidding me? It, no. It kind of makes it like, <laughs> and this league's been going on for, I just was asked to play in it, and I'm thankful to be in it. Yeah. But if everybody makes the playoffs, then the regular season don't really matter. Exactly. Exactly. at any point, so, you could be in first place, and then the first place guy is always going to play the last place yeah. guy, and then you can literally lose to him. In the playoffs, and that I mean, I guess the one part of it you're playing for seeding, with like what Cole was just saying, I get that. Mm-hmm. But when you've got limited roster space and you're looking at dropping defenses and kickers, and, and you know picking up free agents, and you you lose the chance of getting that guy back, mm-hmm. I just will just I ain't if they're on by. Well, I'll just wait the next week. Yeah, I'm not making those moves, and I don't know. But it's, it's been fun. I haven't played. You got me back into it. We'll have to we'll have to have this conversation separately off the podcast. No, this is content. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I say People one more thing? Fantasy. So I would have beat him last week, but I was nice enough to tell him that Patrick Mahomes is on by. He did. He did. <laughs> and uh, you were going to keep and, him in initially? Yeah, and he told me who to pick up. It was, okay, it was Sunday morning, and I go in his room, and I'm like, I, I was like, should I tell him? You know what? I'm going to be a good sport, and I'm going to tell him. And then I told him, he was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> and I told him to go pick up Kurt Cousins, and I did, and I beat him. Kurt Cousins, how did he do? He put up like sixteen points, and he beat me by fifteen points. So I would have wow. <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it again. Oh I'm man, sure, I'm hopefully sure. I make the playoffs in that one. Fantasy as long as football. I don't play Jamie, because she beats me every time I play. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you play her this week. Oh, uh, I just played her. Actually. Oh, I know. I play her this week. My bad. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's all fun, man. Hopefully, I play your cousin. Oh, you play? Oh, Zach? God! <laughs> oh, I do. Nice. 
it was it was about four or five weeks ago, and uh, Austin and I, who's in the league, of course, uh, were were chatting, and uh, we were looking at, we were like, man, we only have four or five weeks. You know, it's it's grind time for for seating for the playoffs, and, and oh yeah, true. For some people to try and make it in, you know, at this moment in time, as we're speaking, I think there's only three games, including yeah, the one this week. It's this week, next week, and then week fifteen. So so I go looking through. Uh, I forget what we were doing in in, in the moment, but uh, I go through looking and i'm like who's my opponents and i i played pretty much everyone from that moment this was again two three weeks ago when we had like five games left none of them were were jose you know and for those listening that's my cousin jose he uh he's a little older than i am but uh they got to only about one and a half brain cells sometimes and he is uh he's he's winless just like the lions uh, which we made that comparison in a in a chat recently, and I told him, well, the Lions actually have a tie, so Ooh. you're not quite you're not quite at that at their level, man. So. I'm actually very happy because the last week of the regular season for us, I play Jose. Yeah, oh, well, so. lucky you. Hopefully, I play him twice. <laughs> well, let's get oh, into man. some Bartow sports. Let's uh, do it. Lady Jackets had a big win last night over uh, Mulberry. Mulberry, sixty-nine thirty-three. So congratulations to the Very Lady nice. Jackets getting let's off to a good start. Let's go. Uh, speaking of good starts, Olympia had a good start against Bartow, beat them by fifty <laughs> points. Uh, not sure exactly what was going on there. If Olympia is um, like we were talking before we were recording, like an IMG Academy type like school. A, yeah, you get Cole. Why don't you look that up while we're talking for a second? And see if you can. Olympia, see. Olympia High School. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you where they're at within Florida, to be honest. All right. Um, but you know, it. We don't know if all the players were there. Don't know what, uh, or they just ran into a team that's stacked and. Yeah. Good for them. Absolutely. You know, but the regular season, I believe, kicks off tonight. At the Jackets Nest, and uh, so we'll be covering them. The girls' soccer. I looked on Max Preps. They've they've had five games. They're zero four and one right now, but I know they got a lot of talent on that team. Olympia High School is a public school in Orlando, Florida. Hmm. Interesting. May have to do a little more. Research. Yeah. Orange County Public Schools. Hold on, I'm looking on their website. And and and. I doubt it, but any uh, Olympia folks listening, we're not trying to discredit you. We just we've never heard of well you, did of the you, school. Did you see any interesting stuff on Twitter? Because I heard Twitter was going crazy. I did not. Uh, I'm glad I didn't because I would have probably wanted to say something. But no, I didn't. I just saw uh, a couple highlights from Olympia. I saw, and and I think maybe at at, at some point towards the end of the game, maybe some of the players were sort of mentally out of it. I saw like a little, and this was like towards the very end of the game. The game's almost over. Barto goes to just inbounds the ball and, and maybe just not, like I said, mentally out of it at that point. And they, they pretty much pass it right there to an Olympia defender who kind of stayed short and tricked him out a little bit and slam and did sl- slam dunked it right on uh, one of the Barto's players. And I was like, man, that, that stings. That, that hurts. Well, we know that McGriff's going to have a great program this year. And- Without a doubt. And uh, but the county is looking good from my understanding in basketball on the boys' side. Winter Haven, Winter Haven, Lakeland, yeah. um, Kathleen might make some noise. I'm sure. I think they're they always got a pretty solid program. Auburndale, Auburndale. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of keep an eye on that. We're going to make it out to a game or two. What we're going to do here is you're kind of going to get us talking about stuff that we want to talk about. Yeah, you're going to get us covering the Barto games, and we can. When we can get the information, that's one of the things that 
uh, we're working on with the booster club and, and trying to get better relationship, not better relationships, but actual relationships yeah. with the coaches actually and the establish. Right. So, uh, I like putting things in the universe. Yep. So we're going to bring interviews mm-hmm. and we'll come in here. We'll talk college, NFL, Bartow, whatever we want to talk about, but I'm going to work on getting some interviews. I like to get, uh, Mr. Ekman. I like to get the cheerleading coach up here. Definitely. I like to get uh, the GOAT uh, so you guys can meet him. Michael Jordan? <laughs> Good answer. But uh, <laughs> the GOAT in girls softball in this state, Glenn Rutenbar. All right. I like to get him up here. You guys get a chance to meet him. I'm glad you guys got a chance to meet Coach McGriff last year. Yeah. Hopefully we can get him back uh, towards the end of the season, maybe a couple of the players. So those are the things that we're going to be trying to work on. You know, um, I see the baseball teams out there getting ready, playing wiffle ball. It looks like there's maybe some senior <laughs> stuff going on. You know, they're out there just – it's not their season yet, but they're getting – they're conditioning in and having some fun. Right. Girls softballs out there, it seems like, all the time. So a lot of exciting things going on. Don't forget about the Bartow Booster Club and their Legacy Next campaign. Mm-hmm. Definitely. have talked about that in a couple of weeks. So uh, they got – they they're working on something else. I saw they got something else coming – so uh, check them out on all their platforms. They do a great job for our jackets. Without a doubt. So Wes and Jamie have been going and keeping an eye on Lake Gibson. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So we've been kind of going about um, initially it just started out as wanting to see this rematch, which was some were saying going to be potentially the game of the decade between Lake Gibson. And it was the second time they were playing them. First time. And, and this other team that Lake Gibson played was none other than the Dreadnoughts, Coach Castle and company over there. And we know year in and year out, for as long as he's been over there as their head coach, they have been nothing but success and on on, on a roll and, and just on fire. Um, so they were playing them again. Lake Gibson beat them in the regular season. They hadn't done that in what was rumored to be like 30 years or something. I don't oh, know. No, I, I don't, don't believe that. For I don't know if that's true or not. Um I believe it. But nonetheless, they beat them once in the regular season, and then they came back and beat them again in the playoffs. Uh, and I think they ended up winning by a touchdown or so and uh, took that game. And it was a very – there's a lot of emotion in that one uh, between both teams. Obviously, Dreadnoughts were very devastated to go out uh, in that fashion, knowing that they're normally you know, making it much farther than a first-round exit uh, in the playoffs. And then you got uh, – Lake Gibson, so they they moved on and played uh, Edgewater out in Orlando. So initially, like you said, Jamie and I, we just we uh, we we just wanted to see a, a great game initially, and then we're like, okay, so Lake Gibson's doing great, and we wanted to kind of keep with one or, or multiple Polk County teams in the playoffs, uh, and then we found out that they were playing Edgewater, and Edgewater, for those who maybe don't know or do know, Edgewater actually took out uh, Bartow, unfortunately in the first round of the playoffs, uh, one of the powerhouse teams in Central Florida. I think they're out of, yeah, they're out of Orlando. Um, so Edgewater, or excuse me, like Gibson was traveling to Edgewater. Uh, we went to that game. Unfortunately, it downpoured probably about two to three quarters worth of the game. Uh, so that stinked. But luckily, we brought an umbrella, and Lake Gibson stomped out Edgewater. Very surprised. I, I, I obviously wanted it, and I expected them to win because they're representing Polk County. What's up? Was that a metaphor or did it actually rain? No, it did. Oh. Yeah. yeah it was uh, 
although you could probably use that as a metaphor too because it was Jalen Glover, Sam McCall, Komani uh, McClain, they were all doing work, as well as the quarterback, uh, Logan Hackett, who initially I wasn't all too high on seeing how he performed last year, but he's he's improved tremendously. So shout out to those guys representing Polk County, um, and they're doing that again this week. But nonetheless, uh, I'll get back to where I was. They they knock off Edgewater, who's number one ranked uh, on that side of the bracket of the tournament or the playoffs, and then they travel over two hours to Melbourne, um, and I'm not sure who was favored to win that one. I know Melbourne was another powerhouse team. They take they stomped out both Edgewater and Melbourne. They didn't just win; they stomped them out. So now they're going over here to Tampa Tech, uh, which we know a little bit about Tampa Tech from last year. Between between going to the Tampa Tech Armwood game, which is probably one of the best high school games we've ever been to, and unfortunately one of the craziest afterwards. Right, as much as we don't want to remember the antics. Uh, and then uh, Jamie and I also went and we watched Te- Lakeland. Uh, represent Polk County last year and, and take on Tech, and unfortunately they ended up losing that. So, as I mentioned, Lake Gibson now traveling to Tampa Tech uh, this Friday to take them on, and, and we'll be there watching uh, Lake Gibson as they continue to represent uh, Polk County. And and Lake Gibson isn't the only one. Uh, there's also LCS. Um, I think they are they are 3A, so a lot smaller of a school, Lake Gibson 7A. And uh, they are taking on, I don't know how to pronounce the team's name, so I'm not going to say it and butcher it, uh, but this team they're, they're taking on is really, really good at the 3A level. And I think that might be the final for 3A. I could oh. be wrong. So a uh, big game for those two schools, and I could be missing maybe one team from Polk County. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, that's kind of what's going on at the high school football level. So you're going to go to the – to the next game? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jamie and I, we purchased our tickets like two days ago. Um, and, and we're going to get there a little early. Luckily, we're kind of nearby here in Lakeland uh, where we where we reside. It's about a 30-minute drive or so. So we'll get there a little early. Um, we, I'll be honest. We're, we're having a tough time deciding what side we want to sit on because we were there last year, and we sat on the home side uh, just because we didn't necessarily – well, we, we, we just wanted to see a good game ultimately last year between Lakeland and uh, Tech. We sat on the home side, and it was a little awkward. Everyone hooting and hollering, going crazy for Tech, and we're just kind of there sitting in silence like, we don't really care. We're just here for a good game. You know what I'm saying? People are probably looking at us like, what's wrong with those people? Uh, but no, the, I, as usual at most high school stadiums, you know, the home side's kind of built up real high, and you got that nice view. And I know Tech has that away side, and it's – it's kind of like Lake Gibson's. I don't know. Do you remember the Bartow Lake Gibson game? Mm-hmm. It's kind of real small, and, and it's like a quarter of the height in terms of how high the, the stands go. Not as great of a view, so we're trying to decide. But uh, nonetheless, I think it's going to be an awesome uh, an awesome matchup and, and one for uh, just a good game all in all. So what's the DB's name at uh, Lake Gibson? Uh, Cormani McClain. He's number seven. He is. He just got ranked. He's like top ten. Uh, in the all positions, all class for 2022 or 2023. I forget which I year. It's 22. I think it's 22. Um, and then he's number one DB for 22, I believe, in the nation. Well, if you guys remember last year, Tech, the wide receiver that Jordy. Greg Gaines. That's going to be one heck of a matchup. He's committed to Iowa State, the Cyclones. Wow. And, yeah, I'm excited to watch that matchup. Um, David Wright, you may or may not remember the quarterback yeah. from from uh, from Tech. He went on to Allen University, who uh, I think his name was Coach Hade. 
who we had on at one point. I think you were out that episode yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, Coach Hayde coaches over there, and he does something with recruiting, I think, as well. Uh, David Wright's actually the quarterback over there, and he's breaking records. Really? And he is leading. I forget. It's uh, what is it? NIAC. I don't know what the what it stands for. I don't. I forget honestly. Uh, so excuse me there, but uh, he's he's breaking records over there, if nice. I'm not mistaken. Um, he which, showed us something in that Bartow game. A, a, a lot of heart, more than yeah. anything. And he I, showed it. I mean, honestly, he showed us something in that Armwood game too. He did. Yeah, you know, without made, a doubt, he controlled the game, and but he didn't look good doing it. He looked good against yeah. Bartow. Yeah. And then he went down to injury uh, yeah. at Bartow, and we thought he he was going to be out for a little while, and he wasn't out for very long at all before he was back in there making plays. Uh, but what I'm getting at is is this new, I think his name is Xavier Townsend. I could be wrong. Uh, next quarterback who's who's ta- who's filling the shoes of, of David Wright, um, and he's doing just as good, I'm hearing. Wow. So it's going to be an exciting one yeah. to watch. You'll have to keep me updated on that one. Without a doubt, sure will. So uh, speaking of Lake Gibson and uh, segue into the next thing I want to talk about, uh, the NCAA college coaching carousel carousel going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys hear about Nick Saban? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. So the Gators went out and got another Nick Saban. Product, really? Yeah. I didn't look into it. I didn't look into it. I just know his name, Napier, Napay. Billy Napier. Napier. There we go. Um so, so inform us, educate us. Well, the Lake Gibson coach, I don't know his exact um, quote that he said, but it he came out publicly and, and was very happy that the University of Florida hired Billy Napier. Mm-hmm. And something to the effect of the relationship now will be better with the University of Florida and Lake Gibson. So it just tells me with, and I heard that on uh, Gator Breakdown podcast. That's a good point because if uh, I'll I'll throw this little charm in here with with what uh, Jason's saying, we had Sam McCall, five star athlete out of Lake Gibson, commit to the University of Florida, and suddenly we don't know why decommitted and very shortly afterwards committed to FSU. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting now, especially with the the younger DB to see if, if he opens back up with Florida. But I don't know if, if the Lake Gibson coach, you know, Napier coming from Louisiana, I think Lafayette. Okay. It uh, could be Tech, but one of the Louisiana directional schools, mm-hmm. you know, it, it maybe he had some dealings with him, you know, with players in the past. Not sure, but it, it just goes to show a lot of what people were saying about Mullen is true. Mullen, right. And the reason why the Gators hired him is strictly recruiting. Yeah. Strictly younger energy guy. I mean, of course he's a good football coach. Right, of course. And he'll he'll find another job if if not already. Yeah. But uh they, my understanding is Dan Mullen just wouldn't do what what it took. And unfortunately, in today's day and time, it's a lot of kissing butt. Yeah. And he wasn't kissing butt mm. and and that hurt him wow so i don't feel bad for him he got allegedly a a bull gator anonymously wrote a 12 million dollar check oh man for the buyout that's uh that's a lot of money <laughs> uh, my goodness that is a lot of money you imagine so what bob stoops is, comes out of retirement and he's coaching oklahoma in the bowl game now is that what's going on i i i heard his name mentioned because yeah, that coach Lincoln Riley Lincoln. went to USC, but 
but he's scared of the SEC. That's what people are saying. That's They're like, what, he's 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 a little scared. His 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 uh his program didn't have as much success as a lot of people thought. Uh, and look, for I haven't been right all the time, and no one really has. But I've never been high on Spencer Rattler. Never was. I didn't I didn't think he's gonna be anything like elite. I okay. was at the beginning of the year, but then I saw how he struggled, and then I saw the backup quarterback or Caleb quarterback Caleb now. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that he was so much better, than Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I think he came in at the Oklahoma Texas game. Uh, what is it called? The Red River Showdown or something like that. And, and Caleb Williams came in and won the game, right? Uh, so they're down by like two or three touchdowns too. Is is pretty wild to see how that played out, and then obviously the SEC is sort of just the cherry on top with with them moving over, which I'm I'm pretty excited for. Well, more competition, I'm all about it. So uh, he's over at USC, um, which is funny because for a while there, I guess he was rumored to go to LSU, and he repeatedly said. You know, no, I'm not going anywhere, this and that. And then he goes over to USC. Well, of course he's not going anywhere because he, he doesn't want to move to the SEC. He That's a good move. That's a good move for him. Yeah, it's it's really good for that program, USC. Cause yeah. USC will be back. Yeah. He'll bring them back. Yeah. Because the conference they play in isn't great. Yeah. And you don't have to win a lot of games. It's kind of like being the coach of Ohio State or Michigan. You just got to win one or two a year yeah. and take care of business and the ones you're supposed to take care of. Right. But uh, I, I'm excited about yeah, you as a Bama fan. Like, bring them all in. Yeah, Man, I don't care. Yeah, like, honestly, the more the barrier. The only problem I have is when they when they ex- expand the playoffs, and that's going to happen. It's going to happen. We now. all know it. And 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 <laughs> I heard that it's possible to go to eight next year, maybe next year, maybe if they sign something this month. Mm. But if it, they don't sign it this month, then it won't be until like twenty five. Oh God! I hope they do sign it. They've got to. But, but I don't want them to sign it. <clears throat> if they go eight teams and then they're just doing like conference champions in it, is that what you'd prefer? Or you no, want I the don't. Top, best I top want the, eight. The, the best top eight. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want to. I mean, listen. No, no offense to Cincinnati. I guess to keep it relevant. <laughs> oh, Cincinnati was so good this year. But who did they play? Oh yeah, I, I mean, don't. I no, don't know either. It's kind of like when UCF did it. It's it, you're not playing. We, we want Bama. Listen, I can tell you right now. No, you UCF don't. UCF said that. <laughs> yeah. You know who wants Bama? Georgia. And you know yeah. what's going to happen? <laughs> we'll see. Same thing that happens to Georgia every year. We'll see. We'll see. When the lights shine bright. <laughs> Georgia goes nine nine. We got a we got a we got a young quarterback in Bryce Young, and he, and he has been everything we expected him to be and wanted him to be ultimately, and uh, he's even ex- exceeded those expectations. But uh, I don't know, I don't know. He's he's been, I don't know if it's necessarily been him or what it's been. I can't I can't just put a finger on it exactly. Uh, but we've been a little shaky at times this year. And then uh, what I I said at the beginning of the year, I might have told you, maybe you remember, maybe you don't. But that one one game out of the whole year that I was a little nervous about was Texas A&M because mm-hmm. A&M was supposed to be one of the best teams in college, top 10 without a doubt, maybe a top five team, given all the talent. They lose a quarterback. I think they lose a second quarterback, and it's just sort of a mess for them, unfortunately, and they lose a couple games. Uh, and they ended up pulling out that one still on us. Uh, so we've been a little shaky at times. There's been a little games that's been close. And, I mean, I, I don't need to repeat any of Saban's criticism because you hear it literally after every game, even if they win sixty to zero. We all know that. Um, but it's uh, I don't I don't I don't know if I'm gonna say I'm nervous. I'm, maybe I am a little bit, but uh, it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a ball game for sure. Oh, it's gonna be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. That that's is it this weekend? 
I think it's the following weekend. Is it? It could be. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta Call producer, look it up, please. Georgia, Alabama yes. on the game is. I think it's it's always December, the weekend, the first weekend of December. Okay. Georgia's Georgia's holding. Uh, they got one of the best defenses in college, if not the best. They're holding teams to six point nine points per game. That's not even a full touchdown. I would like to say that Jason's not a fan. Uh, Jason's not a fan, and I'm giving him I'm giving him kudos. I sh- I should be hating on him completely. Uh, but you know, I, I I can respect talent. I, I will say this: if Georgia somehow luckily beats Bama in the SEC championship game, they will not win the national championship. Guaranteed. They're hmm. not. They're not Guaranteed. running. They're not running. Th- they're, they're not built to win three straight games. Cole, that, sorry, they're not built to win three. Mark Rick is not Mark Rick. Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart. will find it because it, it, Mark Rick would have found a way too. <laughs> they will find a way to blow it. I'm telling you. It, it, I just I don't have the most confident in their quarterback. They're on like the third or fourth quarterback. They had one transfer out. They lost another to injury, and they're on Stenson Bennett right now. But he has been balling out, you know. And I can give kudos to him, but I still don't have that utmost sort of respect and confidence in him. And maybe I will if if they take out Bama. Prove me wrong, Bulldogs, but I'm telling you. He's got to go off this weekend. It's, is it this weekend? No. So Saturday, 8 no. o'clock? Mm-hmm. All right. There what it I'm is. Doing? <laughs> Outside on the pool deck watching the game. Yeah. Speaking I'll of, be there. Speaking of games, let's get in a little NFL talk. Yes. Hey, yo. Uh, le- Let's just move past the Seattle Seahawks. So Wes is now leaving the studio. He'll be back next week. No, uh, Wes, plug plug your uh, your page. Uh, and I want to get into your top five, your power ranking. So, that you um, my goodness, I don't even remember what I titled it. Uh, but uh, I'll have to I'll have to link it to you, the page, and maybe maybe we can throw it out on the uh, Facebook page for okay. the podcast. I can do that for for our listeners and viewers to maybe come be a part of we have 42 members at the moment uh, a lot of friends family and then people i don't even know which is the great thing about it you know you can all come to this one sort of group and just uh have share conversation about uh, your opinions thoughts about trades and things going on in the nfl uh, your top five players your top five teams in the nfl we're in the college level too i did throw that in excuse me i did throw that in as well um which i which i talk about college here and there more so nfl um, and some people interact, some people more so just kind of, they'll like it cause they'll see it. Uh, but it's called in the huddle. Uh, it just came back to me. I don't know if you just type in, in the huddle, it'll pop up. I just know it's a, it's a public group at the moment. We have 42 members and uh, it's been going quite well. Uh, I gotta be a little more active on it, um, here lately, but, uh, yeah, I did, I did put out a, a top five, uh, within the, uh, NFL, um, which if I'm not mistaken, I may not remember it verbatim. But I know I had Green Bay Packers at number one. I had at number two the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, okay. I'm gonna yeah, let you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, let you do your top five <laughs> before yeah. I do my top five. Yeah, let them get let them get through it. It was interesting. And number three, who did I have? I might have had Tampa. Tampa. I might have had Tampa. Uh, you know what? Hold on, guys. Be patient with us. I'm actually gonna go look this up because I I do want to talk about it a little bit. Ohio State takes down number one Duke. Wow. If you guys watch NCAA uh, basketball, Ohio State, Ohio State just took out uh, number one Duke. Wow! So that's crazy. I'll be watching those highlights later. Uh, so let me see here. Groups 
in the huddle. Yep, so it's in the huddle, and in uh, parentheses, I have NFL forward slash NCAA. We have 42 members, as I mentioned. And uh, so my top five after uh, Sunday's games, this did not include Monday's games, although uh, I forget who played Monday, but it, it didn't. It was Seahawks football team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no wonder, right? No wonder I don't remember. So... Number one, I have Green Bay. Number two, I have Arizona. Number three, I have Tampa. And four, Baltimore Ravens. Five, New England Patriots. Uh, and then honorable mentions, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they definitely weren't going to make top five after losing to the Raiders. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, they've been making a lot of noise, but they haven't quite proven it completely yet, I think, to everyone. And the Chiefs, uh, for obvious reasons, they were on a slump at the beginning of the year. But they are, bless you, they are slowly but surely making a return at like seven and four. So... Those are my top five. Cole, what you got on your top five? I definitely want to go Green Bay at one because obviously the way they've been playing lately, excuse me, they've been playing very well. They've been playing above their standards, in my opinion. Second, I'm not going to go the Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, excuse me. I am actually going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are – That's what was interesting – it was interesting that you left them out because I'd have left them out too. You don't, you guys don't understand my facial expression, but if you've been actually watching NFL football on Sunday yeah. these past two or three weeks, Matthew Stafford's from Georgia. <sighs> I don't, I don't it's know what's not going to win. They get OBJ and they get Von Miller, and suddenly they're worse. <laughs> Someone explain that to me. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. So, my, side topic, real quick, uh, still related to football. My Seahawks just signed Adrian Peterson. To the uh, to the practice squad. Should I suddenly expect us to like I don't know go to the Super Bowl now? I like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know with what's going on with the Rams. It's it's very confusing. But continue, Cole. Sorry. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go the box. No bias there. We have just been. Playing. I have I have Matt three. You can respect it. Uh, we didn't we were we on like a two game lose streak. We lost the football team and then we lost. I forget the other team that we lost to, but yeah, we did you, lose. Yep. We lost back twice. to back. Because right. Brady's oh, never Saints. lost three. Saints and then a uh, football team. Yes. The Saints were balling that game against and, us. And, and the, that was against Trevor Simeon. By the way, I'm pretty sure James Winston wasn't playing that game. Not that I no, know. No, he got Jamie, hurt. Yeah, he got hurt that, that game. game. Yep. Uh, number four, this might come as a surprise, but this has been the number one surprise team in the league. Y'all want to take a guess at who it is? The Raiders. It's not the, the Dolphins. No. Okay. Titans. No. It's the Patriots. I got oh, the Patriots uh, at four. Yeah, I got them at five. Oh. Did you say? Did yeah. you say that? You said the Patriots. I'd have had the Patriots up there, too. They're at five. Um, And five, I'm going to go with... I didn't think about five, to be honest, but I I don't I don't want to say the Colts, but the Colts have been balling lately. Did you, you got the Ravens in there? No. Uh, I don't have the Ravens in there. I think I'm going to go another NFC team and go the Cardinals. Interesting. Yeah. So naturally, and I, I I debated this with my own self for a moment, determining number one between Green Bay and Arizona. Arizona naturally would be number one, uh, and they probably are on the actual NFL rankings that they put out like once a week because they have the best record. They've only lost two games. But one of those two games was to the Packers. And that's why... As Cole just pointed out, I have Green Bay at number one. They have three losses, one more loss, but that one win uh, was against Arizona. So that's sort of why those are flopped. 
And then I go Bucks because, uh, granted, they they only they lost twice. They only got what three losses mm-hmm. on the year, and uh, they've they've kind of been on fire here. They well they've been on fire at sometimes, and there's sometimes where like inconsistent. You hit yeah exactly. There you go. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. They've been a little inconsistent. It's a little scary. Like I see it on Twitter sometimes. People are like, "Is this really the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on, or, or is something else going on?" Like we were set up to lose in Indianapolis without a doubt, without a doubt, and you guys came back. Um, and they, I think the reason why we didn't lose that game was because they weren't using Jonathan Taylor that much. Well, you guys had, do like, have a like stellar rushing run attempts. D. You guys got a good rush, rushing rushing defense between Vita Vea and that whole defensive line. The stellar, you saw that he lost a tooth? Yeah, yeah, he lost half a tooth. That was the funny part. My goodness. Uh, then I got Ravens, given their record and, and their recent success as well. I think they only have four losses, and I think uh, Patriots are up there as well, like eight and four or so. Um, and they've been on fire lately. I Ravens think, are eight and three. And I'm I'm loving the Patriots' success for one reason and one reason only, to no surprise, Mac Jones. Yeah. Has there <laughs> ever been a, a rookie quarterback? I mean, I would imagine our rookie quarterbacks had to make the playoffs. But has, has a rookie quarterback ever made it to, like, the divisional round, like the championship, NFC or AFC championship game? I think so. I just can't tell you the last Mahomes. person who did it. It was oh. Mahomes. In his rookie year, he went to the championship. No, he, he, he didn't because – uh, Mahomes was on that year, his first team, and I think he was a backup the whole year. And then it was the following year, I think, I could be wrong, where Alex Smith got hurt or something. They went with Mahomes. They saw he he did really well, and then they decided to stick with Mahomes as a starter. I think that's how it went. You may be right, but... Could be wrong. It's either his rookie year or second year. I'm just, I'm rooting for the New England Patriots because I just think... Never thought I would have heard that out of you. No, I, I just <laughs> think if... Well, when Brady was there, I just respected the greatness so much that I was kind of pulled for them in the playoffs. Yep. That was, if the yeah, Bucks weren't there, I just kind of wanted to see greatness happen. Yep. Got to see Jordan. I'm glad I got to see Brady. Yep. Um, but me too. I just, what what a sight it would be if New England and Tampa could make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, would that not be a story for the NFL? It would. And at that point, especially given how, what was it, last year went? Yeah, last year when Tampa, Brady comes to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl, the first team to ever do it in, in their own stadium, and then the next year he gets it again and he's going to get uh, – And that was a great game. Is is the NFL scripted? What's going on the here? The NFL, you know, when Tampa played uh, in New England this year, it was, it was a good game. Came down to the wire. We sat down and watched that game on Sunday Night Football. We were there the whole night. It was <laughs> – it was intense, so uh, that would be great if we can get there. Yeah, he, if he would have hit that field goal, that was little like two seconds left after he kicked that field goal, we would have lost that game. Brady was it. on the sideline blowing. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, well, guys, you want to wrap this up for this uh, show and and come back next week and we'll, we'll have some more scores hopefully and see if we can get a guest on. For Go sure. Mets. Oh, you want to talk about that real quick? I do. Good. I really do. Uh, we have the best one-two punch in baseball. It, it's it's going to be ridiculous. Dude, okay. I don't Mark think... my words right now. Texas Rangers versus New York Mets World Series. Yeah, I'm I'm Jeez. I'm putting them. I'm putting a hundred down in Vegas <laughs> before the season starts. But when they put the odds out, I'm, I'm putting a hundred. Man, that we make. I don't. I, I might want to do just make the World Series. See what kind of bet I can get on that. Yeah. Because I don't want to have money on the World Series. Right. Like, if we get there, I'll just be so ecstatic. (laughs) 
Um, if we lose, I'm already going to be mad. I don't want to lose money too. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Somebody had a hot take on, on a Facebook page I'm on and said, Max Scherzer will only be good if he stays healthy. And I put, thanks for the hot take. Like, of course, it, it, that's for anybody. You're yes, only exactly. going to be good if you're healthy. Yeah. Having said that, if Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom are healthy and they pitch the way they pitch, we might possibly watch the best one-two ever in baseball. So let me add this, right? I don't personally watch a whole lot of baseball, but I keep up with some of the moves and whatnot. In my opinion, and I had this conversation with, with a New York Yankees fan just recently. Ew. For the past five years or so, they have been signing what seems to be literally everyone. And it started uh, at one point with like Giancarlo Stanton, right, from uh, who Miami. Did he, Miami. Miami, right, Marlins. And uh, they they had Judge, and then they signed, uh, what's his name, Cole? Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole with like a record-breaking contract pitcher. And it seems like they're getting all these big names, and it's just not working out for them. That's what the Yankees have always done. They just make the playoffs, and then they buy their whole team, and then they just crumble. So here's my thing now with what's going on with the the Mets. While it's not to the extent Mm -hmm. of what it seems to be the Yankees every offseason, uh... You guys made a big move with Scherzer, right? He came over from... Um, uh, he was on the Nationals in Washington, and they got traded at the deadline to the Dodgers, and then he was a free agent. There you go. So, And then you have Jacob deGrom, right? Um, so do you guys think at all that there's that possibility that it turns out like what's going on with the Yankees? or I, I hope not, Oh yeah, but yeah. it's a possibility. Man, it's a possibility. All this is being done, and we don't even have a manager. So No, we got a... Uh, who? Got Billy Epler. Billy Epler. Yeah, Billy. Who's that? Billy Epler. Oh, are you talking about manager or general manager? No, I'm talking about the coach, the manager. Oh well, Billy Epler's our general manager. Yeah. And, and and you probably don't know this, and a lot of listeners probably don't know this, and probably don't even care. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, the Mets owner was part of the, the Ponzi scheme, Madoff. Uh-oh. That name sound familiar? No. Okay. So there was I'm a, listening. There was a big Ponzi scheme, and the Mets owner got took. Mm. So it crumbled the Mets' pocket. Man, that's at the that's the very top. The owner, my yeah. goodness. So he because he lost a lot of money, didn't spend a lot of money. He he spent money, but I mean we wanted to raise, but we wouldn't have went out and signed Max Scherzer. We wouldn't have went out and got Sterling Marte this year. He's opening up his pocket because we have a new owner. So I should probably preface that and say he sold the team mm-hmm. to this Cohen, and this Cohen's got money. Of course. And he's going out and spending it. So us as Mets fans, we're not used to it. We're used to homegrown, maybe go out and sign, you know, one guy here or there, Jason Bay, and he flops. Oh. Know. But so for us, we lost Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. Who would have been a great one, too. Big loss. And then signed Scherzer. And, you know, Stroman signed with the Cubs before we got on air today. Literally, Wes walked in and he was like, how about Max Scherzer? So got a it? notification on my phone, Stroman the Cubs. <laughs> what about that other pitcher that you were telling me about? Is he still available? Uh, Gosman? Gosman, yeah. He's on the Blue Jays. He's uh-huh. not- he signed right. a five-year so deal. So you young we bucks in the minors, I hope you're ready to pitch with Max Scherzer and DeGrom. We offered Gosman five years, like $130 million, and the Blue Jays offered him five years, $110 million, and he went to the Blue Jays. Good for him. Interesting. In Toronto. Yeah. Hmm. 
strange. <laughs> but we'll definitely have we'll we'll keep up with that and and hopefully we can win some money. Cause Dude, we could have had the we could have had the best starting four in baseball. We could have had the Grom, Scherzer, Syndergaard, and Stroman. That's a lot of money. It sounds yeah, like that's a lot of money. <laughs> and I don't even keep up with baseball contracts. Hey, but Steve Cohen's got a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, spend as much as you cap, want. Cap space, right? There's, no, there's no, no cap. cap space. There's no cap in baseball. That's why the serious? Yankees have always done. That's that why the Yankees. Now it makes sense, <laughs> yep. and they still can't. God, <laughs> Yankees. I'll be the one to say, "Hey, you guys yeah. suck." And yeah, when that's why when you go to the game, <laughs> the tickets are two hundred and ninety dollars a seat. God, how that? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you everybody for you know listening with to us, us rant. listening to us just <laughs> come up here and bs for 45 minutes we appreciate y'all and we'll be back next week and uh was it about 45 yeah 44 pretty good i've been doing this a minute a little bit all right well we'll see y'all next week thank you for listening peace